Welcome, and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we recap the PGA Championship. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast, episode 64. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. Hey, we're back. A little delayed, but we've, we've made it. Yeah, we were a little late to the party here, recapping the PGA. Um, that's probably all, all, really the most we're going to talk about today. Maybe a couple other things, but on on, on oh sorry on on that note, it's nice to do a recap a couple days now, a few days, almost a week after. But like uh, you can let the dust settle a little bit. I feel like yeah, caught up in the uh, the mayhem of the end of the tournament, and so it's nice to sit back a little way, a little bit. Yeah, I totally agree. You kind of hear all the other little side stories that come out. You yeah. hear about things that aren't necessarily divulged, you know, immediately following um, the, the tournament. So I, I totally agree. We would have been here last night, but unfortunately uh, you had that your incident yeah. with your, with uh, getting robbed and we'll just leave San it at Francisco. that. You got San Francisco. <laughs> it, dude, doing this over zoom is, is a lot is, is almost easier then when we do it in person, because I don't have to set up all the other nonsense um, to record. So um, this should be pretty quick, quick and easy here. Sweet. Uh, so um, should we just jump into it? Yeah, man. Yeah. So PJ championship, Southern Hills, uh, again, just to recap the course, 7,500 yard par seven, uh, par 70. Uh, it's hosted seven majors, most recent, uh, Winner of the PGA Championship there was Tiger Woods in 2007. Um, it's the type of course that demands a good short game, and so that's kind of how we started uh, last week with yeah. yeah with our picks and who we thought was going to do you know who was going to perform well, who wasn't. Um, and lo and behold, one of the best short game players in uh, in all of okay. golf ends up yep. winning it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I did. Before we jump into JT, a, a Nicholas esque moment. Yes, totally, totally. I before we jump into that, I did. Did you see what the players were kind of saying about the course over the weekend? Like, there were kind of, some people were getting a little upset with it. They're talking about the aggressive bunkers and yes, they, yeah. Like I saw Patton Kazire was fucking irate. Um, he was called, I irate. They had the they had the equipment uh uh trucks out there trying to to grind their fucking their their wedges to get them to work better and perform I mean, better in that sand um, everyone has to play out of that sand so it's like you, you get used to it i understand you would expect more from a major right. chip and not to see sand like that because it, it, it was alarming but um i mean it's golf right so yeah I would be more mad, uh, like about the wind and when I went off on the first two days than about the sand because right. the distinct advantage, although it wasn't that distinct because JT got the kind of brunt end of that stick and still ended up winning the tournament. Um, but there was, you know, he went out, he went out, uh, afternoon morning and got kind of hosed on, on Friday, yeah, Thursday, Friday, but still won the tournament. But uh, I would say that's a bigger argument, you know, than, than I mean, everyone's playing out of the bunkers. Stop hitting so yeah. many bunkers. Yep. I mean, in, in the, in the bunkers were consistent throughout, throughout the week. Right. So, I mean, yeah. like you said, everybody's, everybody's playing out of the same ones. Um, 
I would be upset if they had fixed him over the weekend or something, or they fixed him for Sunday or they did something to make him play a little bit easier. Then you'd have a genuine gripe, but yeah, you know, this is, this is a historic golf course. And I think that for, you know, some a place that's hosted seven majors just got completely redesigned uh, to get called, you know, an uh, uh, overrated track. I don't know. I think that was just some frustration coming out with some of the guys. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think, I, I think it played, it, for me, it played a lot dip, more difficult than I anticipated the tournament going. Um, yeah, I thought uh, I, I thought we were going to be much, much, much in the teens under par was going to win. Um, not like it, high teens, but you know maybe like thirteen under or something like that, winning it. Uh, yeah. Um, and and uh, it played a lot more difficult than I than I thought it was going to. So I, but again, everyone's playing that. So yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you, when Rory started off on uh, on Thursday, it certainly seemed that the course is gettable. You know, everybody was going to kind of go under every day, but it certainly did not play that well. It seems like everybody had a a plus um, round over the week. Yeah, uh, you know, JT got out of there with a, a sixty-seven, and he said if you could string together three of those or all all four days, he'd be he'd be happy with that all every, every day, right? Right. That's- what he did and uh that worked out pretty well so uh it it was fun it was a fun tournament to watch it was yeah. uh again uh, i thought it was going to be a little bit more um low scoring and i like to see i like to i like to see the pros work for it so i i, I enjoy that type of golf yep um let's get into the the playoff uh so uh, as we know jt big winner came back from i believe seven strokes down on sunday Yep. to win it and that's like the largest comeback in either made pga championship history i believe um which is incredible to think about that that's the biggest comeback and it, it he did get a little lucky with the top of the field kind of coming to him yep, yep. but uh you know that playoff was incredible i had it i had to take notes for it because you're watching will zalatoris who's you know green and regulation machine and you're watching JT, who's probably the best. I mean, we've we've said this so many times that he's probably the best all-around player yeah. in in golf. It's only a matter of time before he's going to put some wins together. I mean, he won the he won the the players last year, um, uh, and then to win again this to win this year uh, PGA Championship. Uh, not a surprise. No, he's a guy but, that I I can see. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, like his funk, right? He kind of got into a small funk. Yeah. Uh, post players championship last season. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, we're a little over a year, right? Like his, his, his highs are going to be really high, but his lows, I don't think are really that low. Right. He, I mean, he's right. still, he was playing bad golf for JT, but he was still in the top 10 of the world the entire time. So um, yep. yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, um, yeah, I, I definitely think he's going to win another PGA championship down the road, if not two. So uh, I think that before we get into the playoff, though, we have to we have to touch on Mito's whatever you want to call it, collapse, choke, choke or just, you know, the course oh. finally catching up to him. I want to preface by just saying, you know what, man, like you were in it. You had a chance. Absolutely be proud of that. Uh, it sucks. But that's golf. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, 
you hate to see someone I hate to see. I mean, I'm sure there's a huge grip of people that love to see people lose tournaments like that, but uh, you hate to see someone lose a tournament like that. You know, I think if, the, if it's somebody who hasn't won yet and they haven't, you know, when it's, it, it actually would be a life changing moment for them. It's, it's hard to watch. Yeah. But if it's like if it's somebody who's already won a major or they've already made their money on the tour or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a little bit different. Um, boy, that was just a tough driver swing. Uh, that was hard to watch. What was he was, doing? It was just I, I love the play a driver because he hit driver every day. On, yeah. Leading up to that. So, you know, I don't, I'm not faulting him for that. It's just uh, it's something I feel like, you know, every amateur player can relate to. And just, you know, you you. You, you got what you want to do, but sometimes the nerves and the body just takes over and you end up with that. Uh, Dude, I was shocked when that ball went in the water. First of all, it, that, that water is, is not like, it's not like a huge area. to not land. Wa- it's not like, it's a, it's a creek. Yeah. It's and it's a creek that goes under the fairway. Like it's just a little one nestled right next to the fairway that you can really, you can't really see it. It reminds me of, uh, me spraying balls into like number 10 or number 11 on Peacock Gap when I pull yeah. fucking go into the little creek out there. That's exactly <laughs> like when I, I was, I, I wasn't watching it live. Uh, I was kind of following it. I was instead watching uh shout out to Luis Gonzalez. I was watching Luis Gonzalez pitch his third time left fielder for the Giants <laughs> for the third time in three days. Um, so watching them get drubbed, but I, I saw just watching the shot tracer was painful as well. Uh, yep. because he followed up the uh, poor drive with a few more poor shots that I thought, oh. I thought the app was glitching on me until I could see him later on in the evening. Um, yeah, dude, you, uh, you really feel for the guy, um, but he's going to, he he's going to win some tournaments down the road. He's not, yeah. he's not crazy old. Um, and uh, he's just kind of coming onto the scene. So uh what makes it rough too is on 17, he missed a birdie putt by like half, half of a roll. He left it right on the lip. He makes that, he makes the playoff, even though he doubled. I mean, I, to double and miss the playoff is just brutal. Brutal. Yeah, brutal. <laughs> to, you know, like to, to bogey and, uh, and losing the play. It seems, you know, way less devastating than to double 18 and miss in the miss the playoff just totally. Yeah, I totally agree. He uh yeah, and then he 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 blew it on a chip is where it really happened. And I'm trying to remember exactly the extent, but he uh missed, I think he missed the green on so he had to drop two or he hit into the creek one, uh penalty two dropped and hit his third, missed the green, and then he had just an abysmal chip, like it was awful. I don't know what happened. I think he was, I think he was like, you know, Dude, I outside mean, of 10 feet. And then he missed that putt. Yeah. And missed the playoff. Uh, like, you know, when you're playing golf bad, I guess even for pros, things just move a million miles per hour. And you're, you start to get anxious of what your shot result is and not like the process. And it's just, uh, um, it's just a grind. <laughs> yeah, dude. He had all of his homies there too, waiting for him and, and, and expecting a win because yeah. he's, I mean, there he is. He's up a stroke. He could have been up two after 17. It's just all of a sudden, it's just the wheels came off. And 
you know, you really feel bad for a guy like that. He, he, he had, he had all the grace and class in the world to go yep. answer questions afterwards too. So hats off to him. hundred percent. Um, I think, I think you, four years from now, I think is going to be a real lit president's cup because those, all the, the uh, South American and Central American boys are going to get their first kind of taste of it this season coming up. And I mean, those guys are all in their early twenties Yeah, and really good players, dude. Uh, Abe Anser, my, my cousin, Sebastian Munoz, Jocko, Jocko, Carlos, Mito, Ortiz, Mito Carlos Ortiz. You got to throw in that mix too. Yeah. Um, I think we're on the, the precipice of a very nice USA and uh, like South America, you know, Central America rivalry. Yeah. Which would be, which is great, which is great for golf. So uh, totally agree. Um, all right. So we get into now let's get into the playoff here. So well, <laughs> obviously Mito misses the playoff. Did not see that coming. I thought he was all right. He's going to bogey here. Uh, he's going to be a, a three, three person playoff, but with Will Zalatoris and Justin Thomas, you knew it was going to be an awesome show because those guys are great golfers. Um, you know, Zalatoris maybe his weakest part. Well, his weakest part is his putting. Uh, you got JT who can, who has every shot in the bag and you just knew it was going to come out on these three holes. I love the holes they picked by the way, for the three hole aggregate playoff. They picked, they had uh, number 13, which is a par five. They had 17, which is a drivable par four. And then they had 18, which is the, uh, the hardest hole on the course and the, the hardest hole on the course. It's, it's very challenging. Yeah. I like that. Um, and I like the three hole aggregate versus just playing 18 over and over or playing eight, like seven, yeah. you know, like, um, I like that format. That should just be the format from now on. Right. Um, three hole aggregate, like you pick one of the harder holes on the course, you pick like a drivable type hole, right? Where yeah. there's a little bit of gambling involved. And then you just pick like a par five and where again, there's another gamble involved and boom, you're set. Yep. It shouldn't yeah. even be argued. That should just be a rule. I <laughs> totally agree with you. No, it was exciting. I was glad that it was three holes and not sudden death on the same hole over and over. Like, like you yeah. just said. Um, so 13, we got uh, Zalatoris and his drive is position a perfect draw to the middle and JT's in the right rough. And you think, okay, Here's a great opportunity for Zalatoris to, um, you know, get on into and and possibly make an eagle early and. Yep, but then so and and so he was on into, he had a kick in birdie, but to watch JT get out to the fairway from the rough and then play a wedge and hit it with an eight feet from out there and then make a huge putt to 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 match Will. Um, on 13 that was in my opinion that was his that was Zalatoris's only opening for the rest yep. of the the playoff there because 17 drivable par four JT drives the green Zalatoris misses right and uh JT has a two had two putts for birdie right there boom boom first birdie made Zalatoris saves uh saves par and then on 18 you have both the guys in the middle of of the, of the fairway, but JT had done this earlier in the day. He hit his, he hit onto the 18 green and he hit the exact same shot that he did earlier 
to win or to, to get into the playoff. I don't know if he birdied it or just saved par, but he hit, he hit this incredible shot, this little, little tiny cut that he just held on the right side of the, of the, of the green. Dude, yeah, yeah. He, he did it twice and to do the exact same shot back to back times. I thought it was incredible. Well, uh, going yeah. in 18 with a one stroke lead is like essentially a two stroke lead because you got right. the other player to play really aggressive and you're obviously you don't need to be as aggressive still a, a fantastic shot that he put out there but yeah um that is a a big factor in in the end result there you know yep yep but and then after that obviously uh you had Zalatoris barely on the green um and he i think i don't think he too putted from there um I don't recall exactly how that, how that wrapped up. I just knew that JT had the, the kick yeah, in there. I, I was walking into um, a local establishment following the Giants drubbing, and, and that's like where I came in at, and just basically catching the tail end, JT tapping in, all, all done. But Yeah, that was it. But great finish for JT. He, I, I said he played flawlessly on, in the playoff. He played it absolutely perfect. It, it was absolutely perfect. I guess the only, only blemish was, you know, missing the fairway on, on the first playoff hole, but incredible way to get that birdie still. He got, he got it the traditional way. And, yep. um, and, you know, I thought it was an, a great exhibition of golf, seeing the way that that guy the shapes amateur, the ball. The amateur scores on the par five. Uh, yeah. And and kudos to him. He also pulled off uh something all of us can relate to and he won it except for winning a major championship after shanking a ball, but he completely shanked a ball and owned up to it and uh had some fun with it over the week as well. So, yeah. If a dude can shank uh a ball in tournament play and win the major tournament that same day, um it makes me feel less bad about my shanks. Yeah, he can, if he can overcome it, we can, right? Yes. Um, another, anything else on JT in the playoff? No, I only got a couple other things. I was just going to touch no, on, bo- on no. bones here. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, having bones on the bag is huge for him. Um, I mean, it, and I think it speaks volumes to bones, you know, bones obviously won to caddy for him cause he had a plush gig at, uh, on golf, golf channel. channel. Yeah. So, he, you know, it's, it's just kind of one of those fits and, um, and yeah, it works out very well. Um, having a dude like that, obviously the, the media kind of touched on it already. You know, his dad can't tell him the same kind of stuff as his caddy, his coach. Right. But it's, uh, it's dude, the, you, having a good caddy makes so much difference. You know, it's, right. it's another one where these guys are going to be together for a while. It's not going to be their only major championship, but like, you know, Look at Scheffler, who has been the guy that's hot all season. He took, he switched and got uh, Teddy Bubba's old caddy. Yep. And ever since then, he's been you know he's golfer of the year still thus far. So right. Uh, yeah. These young guys getting kind of these older veterans as caddies is very it's it's cool to see a eh? um, and then it's it's um, proven to be some lethal combos. Yeah, I mean you think that the caddy okay he doesn't hit the shots or whatever, but you can see how much of an impact they really do have. I mean, you get some experience. You don't ever see, you don't ever hear of like a young up and coming caddy. You know what I mean? You never, there's never, uh, never really hear about that. You have to be on a bag of somebody who's actually won something to get any credibility. I feel. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I think most of your young caddies are they're you know, they're guys that have just kind of fallen out from corn fairy or whatever under tours and kind of picking into caddying and stuff. Right. Yeah. And yeah. You kind of go through the whole process. But my, my point being in saying that is these guys are all really good golfers still. So yeah, too. So they're, you know, it's, they, it's not, uh, they, they're skilled. And I mean, dude, if you're JT, you know, how are you not going to listen to the guy that was on Phil's back through so many majors and right. basically the brunt of his career. And you, you know, you know what he's been through. He's been there before, you know, more times than you have at that point in your career. So it's, yep. uh, it's, it, it can't be undervalued. Did you, did you hear about uh, bones? He never got a major 18th flag after a major championship when he was on Phil's bag. No. So Phil was I was probably, reading, I was reading Phil this. Was this selling, Phil, Phil was selling them his memorabilia so he can pay off gambling. <laughs> Dude. So I guess the rumor is not saying, I don't know. I don't know how true this is, but um, it's customary for the caddies to get the 18th flag after yeah. a major victory. Yeah. That and, was famous. Like Hideki's caddy bowed before he grabbed it. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so apparently he never gave the flags to, uh, to bones afterwards he keep them for himself and so the way that the story goes is whenever bones would have people over for himself yeah for himself yes he uh he would whenever he'd have people over they'd be like hey you know you have all these majors where's your where's the flags and that would just irk him you know so i guess finally after a while phil gave him a couple of the flags afterwards but phil signed him and like huge fucking written all over him, like in these like just absolutely obnoxious letters and like ruined him. Probably Instead of so could, probably so he could sell him his memorabilia. And he probably already had he, yeah. he, he had probably had to call the guys back. Hey, give me I gotta buy that that one back off you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and so this was the first time that he had just been given the flag right afterwards to do what he wanted. Nice. Well, good for bones. Yeah, good for bones. Um, I think there's a couple more guys we should talk about before we kind of just get into our Nicholas's and Norman's and our, our gambling recap. Um, one, Will Zalatoris. This is the second major he's finished second in. Um, he seems to be playing really well in, in, the, in the majors that he's performed in. I think he has one miscut, but he's played it incredible um, in these big tournaments. Um, I think it's only a matter of time for him. Uh, but do, I mean, what do you think? What do you think's next I, for him? What do you think? He's in, he's in my matter of time guy category. Um, Cam Smith's in there. Cam Smith for what? Yeah. For winning a major. Um, I mean, he won the fifth major, but, but yeah, uh, yeah. there's a, a handful of those guys, right? Sam Burns, I think is another, you know, he's one, he's one on, on, on tour, uh, but it hasn't quite right. solidified a major, but again, just to kind of matter of time. So I have Willie Z in there. Uh, he caught a lot of flack for, you know, his short putting, which is, you know, it, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It, you know, dude, it's just a guy that's, that obviously he's going through a little bit of some mental issues with those type of putts. And like, yes, you know, again, everyone, we've all been there in some aspect of our game. Um, as somebody who constantly misses putt. four putter four four footers, 
I, I can't talk shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things, you know, it's like a, it's like a, a, this is a poor analogy because basketball stinks so, so much now, but it's like a pro basketball player miss and these guys miss free throws all the fucking time, but it's like a pro basketball miss player missing free throws, you know? Yeah. And then it just kind of becomes this type of thing. So I, you know, he still made some, as much as you want to give his short putting hell, you know, he, he still made some good putts from medium to range. He's actually, you know, he, he looks smooth. He looks very comfortable from medium to long range putting. Yeah. Um, it's just when you're close up to, I don't know what it is. It's got, you know, it's just, to me, it's got to be one of those mental type things um, that I see him eventually getting through. But that's the only hole in that dude's game. Um, yeah. It's been, I, I think, particularly him as a matter of time guy, because, you know, this is second time we've seen him finish runner up in a major and he's placed well, like you said, in majors. So he, yeah. he brings it for the big time stage. He's still, what, 25, 20, under 26. So, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's a pot to me. I'm leaving that looking at a positive, right? You, you definitely went, uh, you, you played well in the final round. You, you went to a playoff against JT, who's one of the best guys on the planet. And you, you didn't you know, you just fell a little bit short. But yep. Agreed. There's been some great graduates from, from the it's a matter of time, guys. I mean, Scheffler is one of those. Absolutely. So, um, all right. Last but certainly certainly not least, we gotta touch on Tiger. Withdrew before the fourth round. Um, Thank God, dude, dude. Uh, he was hobbling around everywhere. Uh, we were talking I mean, he, Friday. We didn't want him to make the cut. I mean, we no. wanted we wanted him to make the cut, but and then withdraw. Um, yeah, man, a first six consecutive bogeys on Saturday, and looked uh, by far the worst he has in this comeback obviously right. the first in his career um you know that leg is still not right it's no. um and may and it's obviously never going to be completely right but it looks like he may be doing a little too much a little too fast um as, as well it's pretty obvious i think he got a taste of like okay i can go out there and do it and i think he's just pushing a little bit too hard if anybody who reads the big miss by hank haney this is this is who this is Tiger him. Woods. This you, is him. You have told me from this book. This is him. Dude, this is exactly him. Just grinding it out physically. Yeah, he loves having the conversation with other players. Like you're like, oh, what are you, what are you working on over there? It's like, oh, I got, I got an ankle. I got a, I got a, I got a shoulder. You got a, toe? You got a toe? Big toe? Yeah, yeah you got, a, you got a, you got a toe injury. Uh, what are you gonna do? Well, I'm gonna. He always talks about his team. Like, oh, I'm gonna go get some treatment. Uh, I'm gonna get in. A, I'm gonna get in a cold tub. I'm gonna get in a hot tub. I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to do some uh, PT. Applebee's. (laughs) Hit up the Applebee's. And, but I mean, this is just who he is. He, he doesn't consider himself a golfer. Uh, He considered himself an athlete. And so he's Ronnie Lott going out there with one finger in the shit. Cut it off. (laughs) (laughs) No, but he really does. He's really trying to, he just wants to be back out there. He wants to be out there to compete. He knows that he can hit good shots from time to time, but it's the, it's certainly the endurance factor at this point. Endurance, the conditions did not favor him. I thought, you know, I said even last week, you, I, I expected it to be warmer and more humid and more yeah. conducive to, you know, an old guy that just had his knee, his lower leg completely replaced. Um, yeah. And it was not, it was total opposite. So the conditions didn't help him. Um, 
but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it was, it, Saturday was tough to watch, um, tough to listen to, tough to watch. I actually got up early Saturday and watched, you know, por- portions of his round. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, it's just, you know, he's enduring a lot of pain. And, um, I said this amongst some group chats and stuff over the week, early in the week. I mean, can we do, can we just get the guy a cart? Can we amend the cart rule and please get Tiger a cart out there? I don't think anyone's got any issues with it. My suggestion was uh, Tiger JD combo at more tournaments in cart, just riding together. Uh, that would be incredible. You got to get a cam on there, the yeah. microphone. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the amount of time that those two have spent at Hooters. I mean, those those are the uh, number one and two patrons. Like it's got to be. Legendary patrons of the establishment, <laughs> but uh, I mean, and, and JD even said it too, right? Um, yeah, came out this week and said you give him a cart and he's kicking everyone's ass, most likely. So it's it's um, I don't know. It's it's it, it stinks because you can tell the skill is there, but it's yeah. uh, it's something that's just you know it's a physical and just it, it, it's a physical limitation. So, um, I mean, it's my you know the perils of aging. But yeah. Um, what do you think is next for him? Do you think he plays in the next, the next uh, major? I, I think this is, I think for sure he doesn't play in the U S open. Um, this is, yeah. I, I mean, uh, I, I think that's not an option and I'm actually a little bit concerned for um, St. Andrews moving forward. Yeah. Just because of the elements and the that it can get cold and you know bad weather and just kind of throw things a little haywire yeah i think uh i i agree i i agree no u.s open yeah yeah i agree no u.s open i think that you just i I, and i shared this with you already i think you just go home you get some treatment you get in that 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 cold tub you you get in that hot tub tub. you just honestly you forget about the u.s open and the eastern muscular eastern I don't even don't yeah don't even pick up a driver or a long iron uh for a month and just really get that lower body nice and strong get it as close as you can into you know to healthy whatever that number is if it's 80% 90% it's not gonna, it's, it'll never be 100% judging by what I've heard about the extent of his injury um and then you and you give St. Andrews a good shot because this is his last chance at St. Andrews. You know, that's, this is, that's his favorite course. There's so much history there. Um, it's the, obviously it's the home of golf. As everyone knows, you you want to be your best. You want to give that as good of a shot as you can. Um, I want to see him out there selfishly. Obviously, if he's not, if he feels like he's not healthy enough to do it by all means, skip it. But uh, I just feel that is his only shot really this year. If he wants to get a major, you should not just completely rule out the U S open. Uh, yes, I think, I mean, I think, yeah, everyone kind of agrees with that. So, um, I hope to see him at the open championship and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that. Shall we yeah. That's that. Nicholas is in Norman's. Yeah. Let's check in on those guys. I, I, I couldn't remember your Norman's. Um, so let's, let's, Let's do those first. They were my Normans were um, Daniel Berger, who stunk. 
Brooks, who was uh, that's right tied 55th, and then Hovland, who was tied 41. That's who, right. You know, made the cut and actually hung around there, kind of around even. Um, so Berger stunk, missed the cut. Uh, everyone else was a non-factor, but not like overly bad. Right. Yeah, I gotta I gotta tip the cap here to Hovland because he played well. I mean, just to, for him to make the cut, given if you look at his well, numbers out out of the dirt, out of you know out of the rough, his numbers aren't good. And he somehow figured out a way to to make the cut, and you know, well, not terrible. Ranks. If you suck at chipping, start hitting. You better be good at hitting greens, which <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. which he happens to be really good at. So really good at it. It it, uh, it 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 definitely worked out in his favor, right? Uh, right. So he's again. If you're gonna if you're gonna suck one place, make sure you know you, you you're good at the other skill that it takes to not leave you there. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I think we had a bit of discrepancy in our Normans. We, we picked the same guys, Brooks, Hovland, uh, but I picked Rom as yep. a Norman and he, and was, he ended he up a non-factor for the most yeah, part. T45. I mean, he finished behind, uh, Hovland and, uh, just ahead of Brooks. So yeah, he was out there struggling too. I mean, he didn't look great. That, that course was playing tough. Um, yeah. So it was, um, it was, it was, there was a lot of people struggling out there. Um, and then let's go check out your, your Nicholas's. So I, I went, uh, Xander who, you know, I mean, was kind of around, you, you know, JT won from seven back. So he still had a chance on Sunday, a, a right. very far chance. Um, Spieth who again, like Rom, who is another one of my Nicholas's, um, Guys that made the cut, but were essentially non-factors in the entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Xander was at least up there. I had the Xander uh, first-round leader, he was at least kind of hanging with Rory for a little bit out in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, but, yeah. So, uh, kind of just my, my, my whole, my entire Nicholas's and Norman is pretty, pretty mediocre all around, right? Like, yeah. Uh, so, and then, and that 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 happens <laughs> um yeah dude i mean my my nicholas's were it's like i had i had two really good nicholas's and i had a terrible one so um rory i had as my nicholas uh finished eighth which i pretty much said he was a lock in a top 10 dude his game is so it's right there they should i, I saw a number the other day the best aggregate should have we, the we best Oh, sorry. We'll keep cutting each other. We should have first round bet him. I was kicking myself the other night. Uh, not doing that's it. who we forgot that we should have first round leader. And yeah. Obviously it was first round leader. I saw a number that he has the best aggregate of any golfer to uh, score two par um, in the majors, the, in the last like six majors or something like that. Something insane. So dude, he's, he's, he's right on the precipice. It, it, it seems. So I had him, uh, he finished eighth. I picked JT as a as a Nicholas winner, and then I picked I picked a uh, Patrick Cantley. So Patrick Cantley plays well when I don't pick him, <laughs> but the, but when I pick him this year, holy! Sh- I mean, dude, you know, if you're a gambler 
for in any sport, everyone's got those teams on a season that yeah. you always, they always beat you when you bet against them. And they always, when you bet on them stink. Right. <laughs> uh, so th- that happens from time to time. Uh, Shades of a decky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I wanted to, I was, I, I, uh, I wanted to uh, live bet JT, but I switched up my online gambling account and bet us. Unfortunately, they don't have live bets on golf. Um, so nah, I dude, live bet, bet online is where it's at. I was trying to live bet JT on, well, Hey, why don't, why don't bet us and bet online? Why don't you throw us some free plays and we'll let the, and we'll decide. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but uh i won a live bet him saturday morning and then he didn't have the best day saturday but yeah. I, I, I was like damn he's kind of right there i love what he said the, after the first day where he's like if i could shoot 67 every day like i think i, I got a chance i'm like dude that's like the mentality that's nine under i don't and yeah pretty evident after the first day in the afternoon like that, that it was going to be pretty hard for the rest of the week so right um yeah, which which I suppose is a good segue for us into uh, our gambling picks, in which no one, no one, no one won anything. Oh well, I won Rory on the top ten. Oh, Rory top ten, Rory top ten. That's it. But that was it. <laughs> Everything. Uh, I put money on Hostler. He finished at plus twenty five hundred. He was t sixty nine. Nice. Was, he was top ten after the first day. He was. I was. I was juiced. I was following him, but then he had he had a really rough uh, Saturday, from what I, I think I saw. Um, and I also picked, uh, Neiman plus 5,500. I also, uh, he fin- finished tied for 23rd. I also bit, uh, bet, uh, per your suggestion, a first round leader, which was Cantley, which was fucking terrible. Oh, Excuse uh, my language, but awful. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had my first round leaders where I had Jocko, HV3 and speed. Mm. Uh, and Jar or uh oh and Xander, Xander as well. Um Xander Jocko on HV3 and Speed. They Jocko was or Xander was the only one in there. Um my bets, excuse me, I'm just totally biffing this. That's where I had Xander 22 to 1, all winners. Xander 22 to 1, Jocko 44, Burns 45, and uh Fitzpatrick at 40. And Fitzpatrick was in there uh, Yeah, he was Sunday. That's uh, but Never really a factor. I mean, he made a little comeback towards, but then um, kind of fell apart. And uh, dude, he uh, apparently he takes notes after every single shot. Did you that hear crazy? that? Since he's been doing it since he's like thirteen. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, he takes his career very seriously. I know. Um, I wonder, like, if if there's like some where he's like, you know, like out there drinking with the boys and just got like some, you know, like hella ridiculous notes all yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder how many notepads that is. Yeah. I mean, and dude, and that's, a, that's tough to write down stuff after every shot. He's got to have great shorthand. Well, he's a professional golfer too. So like, yeah. it's unfathomable for me to think about recording, taking notes after all of my shitty shots. Yeah. I play like once every three weeks right now. Right. And yeah. So- good god to do that you know uh elsewhere is it again it's it's got just numbers numbers, do we put (laughs) (laughs) do do we put him as a matter of time uh yes i think so he's i've i've been on the fitzy train for a little while um 
and yeah, dude, I, I like his attitude. He's, he's got a good short game. He's, he's good off the tee. He can putt well. I think it's just, you know, putting it all together at the right time. All right. Um, should we just get into this up and down and make it a uh, close the book on this? Yeah. We got a, we got a playoff game to watch here. Yeah. Um, let's go. Let's, let's start with some, uh, let's start with down first. All right. You want to go first? I mean, you have an obvious one. Um, my down would be, uh, yeah, I've got, uh, I've got, I'll start with one and then I'll segue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so down on, um, on Charles Barkley for constantly ripping San Francisco. Um, but the real downer of that all is, uh, Charles Chuck is unfortunately completely correct in our, our fine city that has fallen by the wayside. Um, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm not going to go too deep into details or anything, but man, what was once such a fun place. Um, I would not, I, I just, I wouldn't, it's, 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 uh, we got some work to do here. Um, yeah. some cleaning up to do, uh, but, and then aside from that, the other down that I, I really is kind of an up, but it's news today. Uh, Michelle, we officially retiring from Michelle, we West, excuse me, officially retiring from ladies golf after the U S open this year which is in uh two weeks Um, and i mean that's a down just to not have her you know at tournaments and stuff but at the end of the day it's really not she is um she's kind of already taken this ambassador and kind of like tiger-like role in the ladies yeah Uh, yeah and i think she's great at doing that i think she's great for it and i think that's you know obviously what she wants to do um so at the end of that not really a down right that's more of an up um shout out right her on a great career and i would say um you know for us i didn't really care about annika when i was a little kid so i wasn't too into lpga but like you know michelle we um annika obviously the goat but michelle we the goat uh like you know 2.0 or 1.0 of of ladies golf so shout out on a great career uh maybe go out there and win win yourself a major yeah Right on. Uh, it'd be great to see her in one of the matches that they do on TV. Have her yeah. go out there and play like a less serious round. Yeah. 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 She's great doing the commentary, but yeah, it would be great to see her playing. Yep. Totally agree. Um, for down, uh, dude, it's, it's been a, it's been a pretty solid week down, had some, some trouble with my, my pup yes. over the weekend. Um, but he's all good now. So I guess that's also went up. Um, and that's really all, really all I got uh forcing people to get, return to the office that's a down um i mean especially in san francisco it is mayhem downtown so that's my that's my down um the ups and i'll let you i'll let you finish with your ups here um i'm gonna go with uh having the long weekend this weekend and we're gonna get back to swinging the golf club take yep. a little bit of a break here get let the body heal up from Bandon, which was an amazing time. Uh, and then yeah, the other up is the, the, the college boys coming up in a couple of weeks at, uh, to wherever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess another down is I'm gonna have to meet, miss that. Oh um, yeah. I got to miss that. I got a, a wedding to go to. There's so many weddings this year because of COVID. Yeah. Um, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, another up is, getting to watch the 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 warriors again 
Um, watching, yeah. watching the Warriors, and I know this is a golf podcast, but it, it is it is really fun and enjoyable to watch yeah. that team play. They they still got to win one more game to make it to the finals, and then hopefully, you know, have a good uh, series against you know either the the, the Heat or the Celtics. But um, I, we missed it, dude. We missed it. It's greatness, and it's always fun, the opportunity to watch greatness. Even, you know, I think of, like, as a hoop fan, I used to not like the old Bulls teams when I was a younger kid, right? Mm -hmm. uh, now I have so much more appreciation for them as I'm older, but it's still watching greatness, you know? Exactly. Even hearing against it. Um, yeah, Steph Curry, the boys, um, they're, they're truly a great team, the Hulk staff. It's, 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 um, they're a pleasure to watch, a privilege to watch. Yep. What do you got for your ups? I will go and up spinning off that. Um, you know, I'm much more of a hockey guy. It's not a hockey podcast, but there's a team on the verge. Um, they've already qualified for the Stanley Cup Eastern Conference Finals uh, on the verge of pulling off a three-peat in championships, and that's the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, and goddamn, they're good. They're fun to watch. They had a tough series against uh, the Maple Leafs, and then they just completely shut down the best team in the league all season. To me, there's no doubt I live bet them after the Maple Leafs series. Uh, or not live bet them, but I future betted them to win the Cup. I think I think there's a three-peat happening. If you're a hockey guy, they're incredible to watch. Um, so on that note of great sports teams. But, again, even if you're not – like to win three championships, to be on a run like that – In any major sport. Yeah. Uh, it's – you know, the Giants did it three and five years, which is crazy, but three years in a row. Um, and they still have a lot of work left to do, but it's, it's, yep. it's be fun to kind of watch that. Um, another up, I've been getting to the range. My shoulder feels a lot better, swinging the club a little bit better. Um, after, after I uh, had a little shank episode a few weeks back, I've, uh, ever since I've gone back and hit some balls, I've, I've been hitting balls like the best I have all year. So um, JT hit a shank, still won a major. They always say if you're shanking the ball, you're you're very close to making hitting the sweet spot, right? <laughs> a little bit off catching that hosel. Um, so it's there. There is some truth to that. Um, so th I'm I'm excited. I wanted to go play today. Unfortunately, uh, I had things to do like getting my phone, getting a new phone that was uh, replacing my stolen phone. But my last up, going to Mexico tomorrow with my lovely girlfriend. Gonna have a great time. Gonna enjoy Memorial Day the Mexican way. Um, How long are you guys there? We're coming back Monday. Monday night. Right um, and then my 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 other last up. Uh, we got the we got one of the goats of the LPGA leaving, but uh, another goat came back last week, showing herself uh, striping shots on the range. Uh, I think she's coming back for the ladies U.S. Open next week. I think that was the ultimate goal when all her stuff happens. So uh, let's let's keep our fingers crossed that we get some nails action next week. Nelly Corda, right on. Have Smoothly a good time. Smoothest swing in golf. Goddamn. I agree. All right, man. This was great. Uh, talk to you next week. Have a great time in Mexico. Yes. If I'm not here next week, guys, I've been kidnapped. Send help. <laughs>
and visit our website, sandypars.com, for a full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit him straight.